<laughs> yes, the Wato episode. <laughs> Landor, let's get this show on the road. <laughs> Hello there. Welcome to Sip Talkers of Star Wars Podcast. I'm your host, Mike. To episode 107, 10 characters who change Star Wars for the world! Alright, so welcome one, welcome all. It is just Lando this week, but right away, I must say... Oh, my Dr. Seuss. <laughs> May the fourth be with you, Sif Talkers. So I'm not sure if you're going to be listening before or after on Tuesday, but may the fourth be with you. Star Wars Day, Star Wars Week, and it is absolutely amazing. Really quickly here at the beginning, I just want to thank everyone for hanging out with Lando this week. And checking out the podcast, if you're new around here, uh, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Stitcher, on all the podcast platforms, whichever one you are listening on. And please check us out on YouTube, me and Steve. We do reaction videos. We are dropping a Star Wars one on May the 4th, so it will be... uh, That will be a fun one, reaction video, to check out. And then also, on Tuesday nights, uh, Lando does Star Wars trivia uh, live streams on YouTube. So come join me on Tuesday nights. So check it out. Uh, Follow us on all our social medias, all at Sif Talkers. And Sif Talkers, you know how I like to do things here at the beginning. Quickly. <laughs> All right, everyone. So it's been a while for so for segment number one, it's music time with Lando. And I'm kind of going to do a little theme here at the beginning with the segments. And Watto, he has given me a song. He wrote me a song. So I'm going to play it for everyone. So here it is Lando doing Watto's song called Republic. Credits. Hey, 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 hey. No pressure, Lando. Hey, 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 hey. But you better not screw it up. Hey, 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 hey. Yes. All right, Wado. Here goes nothing. Republic credits. Just one word. Little Annie. Get back to work. I don't care if you think I am a jerk Public credits Just won't work You need a new T14 hyperdrive 327 new Has caught my eye I think your ship one day will be mine No money, no parts Now get back in line 
just won't work Little Annie, get back to work I don't care if you think I am a jerk Public credits just won't work Cry gone Just won't work Qui-Gon Jinn A certified jerk Public credits Just won't work Let me keep Jar Jar That might work Public credits That won't work And he cleaned those shelves And get back to work This is my shop I lay down the smack So there you go, Watto. Thank you for the song, uh, Republic Credits. Thank you very much. <laughs> Chorus is catchy. <laughs> Republic Credits. <laughs> it just won't work. <laughs> Little Lanny. <laughs> Get back to work. <laughs> yes, I don't care if you think that I am a jerk. <laughs> Republic Credits. It just won't work. <laughs> yes. I mean, why don't I mean, did, did you just want to sing the song? I mean, Jesus. I mean. All right, jeez, you can't make anyone happy. Oh, I guess he was pretty happy. <laughs> All right, so on to segment number two. I just got to keep it going. I really love this segment. The Star Wars and Cyclopedia me that awesome song so you know what the star wars encyclopedia character this week it's watto (laughs) yes so now you get to learn about me (laughs) yes so lando you 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 let them know (laughs) <laughs> I'm going to the outback. <laughs> Robin! Robin! Alright, alright. So, yep, this week it's going to be Watto straight out of my encyclopedia. So here we go. Let's find find out more about Watto. <laughs> 
a Tidarian junk dealer, and former slave owner of Anakin Skywalker. Watto was a member of the Osiki Confederacy Army on his homeworld of Toidaria during his youth, and during the fighting, he lost a tusk and sustained a leg injury. After mustering out, Watto traveled to Tatooine to set up his own junk business in the city of Mos Espa. A skilled gambler, Watto won the rights to Shmee and Anakin Skywalker in a bet with Gardilla the Hutt. While he was Anakin's owner, Watto discovered that the boy was quite skilled at fixing things and was also a quick study in pod racing. Watto met his match when Qui-Gon Jinn arrived in Most Espa. The Jedi sponsored the boy in the Boonta Eve pod race, and when he won, Watto was forced to surrender ownership of Anakin. He never fully recovered from the loss of such a skilled slave and begun to treat Smee with more respect. Several years after Anakin left Tatooine, Watto agreed to sell Shmi to Kleeg Lars so that Kleeg could free her and then marry her. Owen Lars helped his father trick Watto into selling Shmi in exchange for a Tobal lens. Years later, when Anakin returned to Tatooine in search of his mother, Watto provided him with information on the location of the Lars homestead. Watto remained on Tatooine to run his junk shop for nearly 20 more years. All right. So there you go. So there was Watto's uh, story in case anyone, you know, didn't know. So I guess he he ran his uh, junk shop for 20 more years. Wow. After uh, Revenge of the... Well, I guess the Attack of the Clones, not Revenge of the Sith. So, right, because um, Anakin visited Watto in Attack of the Clones. Chut, chut, Watto. <laughs> little, little Annie, it is you. <laughs> A Jedi, what do you know? <laughs> so there you go. So that was really interesting. We found out a little bit more about Watto. So thank you, Watto, for being the inspiration for the segments this week. Lando appreciates it. So thank you, Watto. All right, Sith Talkers, on to the main topic for today. Ten characters who change Star Wars for the worse. <laughs> All right, so, I mean, you know these lists that I do. Sometimes, you know, they can be a little iffy, but we'll see. So here we go. So 10 characters who changed the Star Wars universe for the worse and how. So the article says, some characters in the Star Wars movies have had a profound effect on the universe, changing the entire galaxy for the worse. The Star Wars universe is incredibly huge and ever sprawling, growing larger and larger by the year. Over time, there have been countless characters introduced to the universe that haven't exactly served the galaxy well. Some of these characters were simply written poorly and ended up providing little narrative, if not actively detracting from the story with their simple presence. 
In other cases, characters were written well, but their devastating actions caused the universe of Star Wars to change for the worse. Wow, these characters have all contributed to making the Star Wars universe just a little bit worse, each in their own special ways. All right, well, that's heck of a setup here. So, all right, so here we go. Ten characters. Number ten. Salacious Crumb was just wasted space. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was poor attempt. <laughs> oh, man. So Salacious Crumb, number 10. It says, when Star Wars fans are asked to list some of their least favorite characters, Salacious Crumb's name is frequently spoken among other common, terrible characters. He may have appeared in the original trilogy, but he is one of the few aspects of those movies that audiences do not look back on with fond nostalgia. The strange alien with the obnoxious high voice was one of Jabba the Hutt's creepy little henchmen and took up unnecessary space in one of the best movies in the entire Skywalker saga. Without Salacious Crumb, the movie would be indefinitely better. His presence gives nothing to the movie and only takes away from the story. Wow. I I mean, I don't know. I mean, such a small part of Return of the Jedi. And I do agree. Uh, best movie in the Skywalker saga, in my opinion, uh, Return of the Jedi. But I don't think he ruins the, the scene at all. I mean, he is, you know, he is watching Jabba's tail and R2, right? Electrocutes him. And he... Uh, <laughs> I mean, I guess, I mean, I guess you could find his, his high pitch voice, uh, annoying. So, uh, Sif talkers. So let, let me know, let me know if, if, if you agree with this, if uh salacious crumb should be on this list. Are, are you annoyed by his voice? I really don't mind him. So I don't know. All right. So let's, let's see where this goes. All right. Number nine, Grand Moff Tarkin was absolutely ruthless. Wait a minute. Ten characters who changed Star Wars for the worse and how. Wait a minute. Grand Moff Tarkin is a great character in the original trilogy. I don't even know what to say. Uh, all right, let's, let's, um, let's see what the article has to say. Grand Moff Tarkin. All right. Grand Moff Tarkin was one of those characters who was willing to do absolutely anything to achieve his end's goals. Anything was fair game to Tarkin, and he was willing to hurt or kill anyone on his path to the top. Not only was he incredibly terrifying before the movie Rogue One came out, but that movie just cemented how terrible Grand Moff Tarkin truly was. He, like other top-tier bad guys in Star Wars universe, was a genocidal maniac responsible for the destruction of the whole planet in order to get what he wanted. Countless people died because of Tarkin, infinitely worsening the galaxy in the Star Wars universe. I don't, I mean, I have to completely disagree. I thought he's a great villain uh, for the original trilogy. You need that, that maniac who is willing to do anything, right? Because you have Vader who is on the fence, you know, eventually he's on the fence. So, you know, before Vader, you know, starts getting wishy-washy, you do have 
structured villains that will do anything to to win. So I I disagree. I I may like I said I may disagree with the first two right off the bat. I don't know what what do you guys think? Grand Moff Tarkin, one of the worst characters. I guess ten characters who changed Star Wars for the worst. I mean, storyline wise, yeah, he's not doing anything good for the good guys, but like, I don't know for the Star Wars universe, I, I think he's absolutely is not the you know a worse makes the universe worse. I mean, as a bad guy, I guess he does. <laughs> but I love the character. All right, so here we go. Number eight, Lumpa. <laughs> Sorry. All right, look, this is from the holiday special. Lumpawaru reminded audiences just how many unnecessary characters existed in Star Wars. <laughs> Lumpawaru. All right, so so if anyone doesn't know, I mean I'm I'm sure it'll be in the description, but this this is from the holiday special. Back in 77, which only aired one time. You can find it on YouTube. I do believe this is Chewbacca's, one of his children. All right, so let's see what it has to say about the holiday specials, Lupawaru. All right, here we go. The Star Wars holiday special may be considered canon, but it is so infamously horrible that fans notoriously just ignore it completely however ignored or not it is still canon to the story and that means the events of the film did technically take place this means chewbacca does have a son named lumpawaru or lumpy that's right because he's called lumpy and this fever dream or nightmare was actually real in the canon of the movies. There are plenty of characters like Lumpy scattered throughout the universe of Star Wars that begin with good intentions, but simply never should have made it out of the draft stages of the story. Oh, poor Chewbacca. Poor Lumpy. And I do believe Lumpy's the one in the holiday special where you get to see the Boba Fett cartoon. He's the one that's watching the Boba Fett cartoon, which, by the way, is part of the vintage section of Disney Plus with Star Wars, with uh, the vintage Clone Wars, Ewok movies, and it does have the Boba Fett cartoon from the holiday special, which Lumpy is watching. (laughs) So if anything, Lumpy is awesome just for the simple fact He was watching the Boba Fett cartoon from the holiday special, which is your first animated appearance of Boba Fett in Star Wars, which is absolutely amazing. Now, the holiday special. Yeah, I can't vouch for that. (laughs) It's terrible. I mean, it is awful, but there is a little bit, you know, there is some bright spots in it. And that's one of them is when Lumpy's watching uh, the Boba Fett. Uh, animated cartoon. Great, great little uh, animated cartoon, by the way. So definitely check it out. And thank you, Lumpy, for watching that. So there you go. I think Lando's 0 for 3. I don't agree. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so here we go. On to number seven. Remember, this is 10 characters who changed Star Wars for the worse and how. Number seven. 
Emperor Palpatine killed a massive amount of people in his quest for power. All right. I mean, I can see how that, you know, I guess. I, shouldn't he be number one? <laughs> I mean, this guy was pulling all the strings. Okay. So if you look at the list of people, I guess, bad guys or I don't know, characters doing harm to the Star Wars universe and storyline. I mean, Palpatine did kill, was responsible for killing a a shit ton of people. He was the puppet master, pulling all the strings, the main villain for the entire saga. That's why I'm surprised he's at number seven. But all right, let's see what it says about good old uh, Sheev Palpatine here, uh, killing a massive amount of people in his quest for power. All right, so when it comes to villains in Star Wars, few are worse than Emperor Palpatine himself. So why is he number seven? (laughs) He's the bad guy for each of the trilogies with the Skywalker saga, truly. And his reappearance in the sequel trilogy was was as shocking as it was unwelcome. I think Steve would definitely agree with that. Steve did not want Palpatine in the sequel trilogy. All right. So in the prequel trilogy and the original trilogy, Emperor Palpatine was the reason that countless people had died across the galaxy. He manipulated people. He ruined lives. He killed anyone and everyone. Palpatine didn't care what he did or who he hurt. All he cared about was having power. Unlimited power! (laughs) And inflicting his ideology on others. Yes, I mean, that's Palpatine! And without Palpatine, we have no good guys trying to take him down. So he's very vital to the story line. He's very vital to make the universe worse, right? Because it would just be boring, right? If it was... If there was no bad guy. <laughs> so just like the, the Nihil, right? The Nihil of the, the High Republic right now, right? They're the bad guys and they're wreaking havoc. So I bet they would be on this list. But uh, anyways, good old Palps made it to number seven. I love Palpatine. He's one of my favorite characters too. So, all right. So number six. Oh boy. <laughs> Jar Jar Binks has become an infamous example of bad writing. <laughs> oh boy. I smell a stinkle whip. <laughs> All right, let's see what the article has to say about Jar Jar being one of the worst characters. I mean, we could probably sit here and talk the entire podcast. Right. I mean, when the Phantom Menace came out, everybody, a a ton of old school Star Wars fans hated the Phantom Menace. They hated Jar Jar Binks. So, but right as the movies aged, right. As of right now, Jar Jar is, is getting more and more well-liked across fandom and people are slowly, slowly beginning to love Jar Jar Binks. But let's see what this has to say about Jar Jar with the bad writing. Oh, here we go. 
No character in Star Wars is quite as famous for being infamous as Jar Jar Binks. He is the worst character of them all, seemingly created just to annoy people. This aggravating alien character appeared for the first time in The Phantom Menace over 20 years ago and has been aggravating Star Wars audiences ever since. Every time the character appears, he is a poorly written mess of terrible characterizations and simply irritating character work. Jar Jar has become synonymous with the decline of Star Wars quality, unfortunately, as well as the shift in Star Wars as the stories began falling apart. Wow! Look, when you sit down and you watch, you know, The Phantom Menace. Me and Steve were talking about it on on last week's podcast. Or, or the, I'm sorry, the two weeks ago. So what movie should you start out with? Should you start out with A New Hope? Or should you start out with The Phantom Menace if you're a brand new Star Wars fan? If you're a child and you're in that five, six, seven, eight, you know, nine year, nine year old range, like I was when I started watching Star Wars, you know, like a lot of us were when we started watching Star Wars. If you watch The Phantom Menace, you would absolutely love this character because it just screams to children. And I think the philosophy is if you did start with The Phantom Menace, you would like Jar Jar, especially if you were younger. And then as you get older, you know, you would appreciate him much, much more because this is the character that you grew up with. So, you know, it's the argument like, Lando, I grew up with R2-D2, C-3PO, and Luke Skywalker. You know, I grew up with these characters. So imagine being a child getting introduced to Jar Jar Binks in 1999, and you were five or six, seven, eight years old. You absolutely loved him. And there is a whole generation of Star Wars, you know, fans that love Jar Jar Binks just because of that reason. They grew up with him. And now that they're adults, they appreciate the character from their childhood, just like I appreciated all the, the Ewoks. I think the Ewoks are a better example, right? Because the adult fans back with the original trilogy didn't like the Ewoks, said they were too, you know, too much for kids. It was too kitty. Jar Jar is the same thing. But when I was a kid, I absolutely loved them. Just like you're, if you're a child with the prequels, you absolutely love Jar Jar Banks. Once again, man, Star Wars has something for all the age groups at different points of the saga. And, and, and it's just Star Wars fans, like I said, being toxic in general, hating on other fans because they like Jar Jar Banks or whatnot. I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't know it was going to, I didn't know it was going to turn into this Jar Jar Banks, uh, speech, but you know, that's why uh, Star Wars fans need to treat each other better. And if you like Jar Jar, that's awesome. If, if you don't like them, that's fine. Maybe you, you like the Ewoks. Like Lando. I like the Ewoks better than Jar Jar because I grew up with the Ewoks. Some people like Jar Jar the best. We know George Lucas does. Once again, I just think it's 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 all a state of mind that you're in. And I, I've, I said this before, I'll say it again. You should try to watch these movies like you're eight years old. If you watch The Phantom Menace like you're an eight-year-old, you love Jar Jar. 
Like you love everything going on in the movie. So it, it, it's just, I mean, you got to remember, like, just like with me, it's like, you know, I watched the movies as a child and then, yeah, as an adult, I view the movies differently, but that shouldn't change the way I feel about Star Wars just because I'm an adult. Yeah, I, I wish, you know, I say it all the time. I wish things could have been more adult. I wish they started the prequels when Anakin was a teenager, but it's fine. I mean, they started it when Anakin was eight, once again, or, or nine. And that relates to children. To have a child that age when you're first getting into Star Wars. I didn't even have that, right? I was a child and I had Luke Skywalker. He was a he was a teen or 18 years old. I just love the fact that we love Star Wars and we love Star Wars characters. <laughs> Alright, so there's my little tangent about Jar Jar Binks. I am not mad or upset if anyone absolutely loves this character because you know, I I don't I don't have a problem with them. You know, like I said, maybe I did, you know, years and years and years and years ago, but like I said, I've grown to appreciate all the prequel movies so much more. Um, I loved them when they came out, and obviously they've never been my favorites over the original trilogies, but still, man, they're great movies. Yeah, and give Jar Jar a chance. <laughs> Alright, so anyways. Whew. <laughs> anyways. On to number five, right? Ten characters who changed Star Wars for the worse. Orson Krennic became obsessed with creating a killing machine. So I like this. So we get a character from Rogue One. He was our villain. You know, I know Vader was in there for just, for just a little bit. And we got the, you know, we got, we got Tarkin just for a smidge. But uh, Krennic was the main villain you know, for Rogue One, and I, I absolutely loved. I didn't, I didn't mind Krennic. I actually liked him. So, all right. So let's see what what the article says about Orson Krennic. Few villains are as single-minded in their obsession as Orson Krennic was. He may not have gotten as much screen time as other Star Wars villains like Emperor Palpatine or Darth Vader, but Orson Krennic was still one of the nastiest guys in the galaxy for a long, long time. Krennic was the one who became absolutely obsessed with creating the first Death Star, doing anything he could to engineer this super weapon to the absolute best of his capabilities. He wanted to keep everything perfectly organized so that he could kill as many people as possible. And he's the reason there was that one tiny flaw that blew the whole thing up. Yeah, give credit where credit is uh, due, uh, Urso. Uh, Galen Urso, Jin Urso's father. He's the one who put the two-meter hole exhaust port as a design in the Death Star. So, yeah, you know, I mean... I mean, Krennic, I mean, I, I don't know how he's number five. He's like listed higher than Palpatine. See, that's what I'm saying. So like, I, I guess if they're basing this off of, you know, villains wreaking havoc in the Star Wars universe, making it worse and how Palpatine should be ranked way higher than Krennic, in my opinion. So, yeah, I'm still shocked. Uh, Palps was, was number seven. Orson Krennic, number five. 
So, all right. So there we go. So Rogue One, great movie, great movie. All right. So number four, <laughs> we just can't get rid of them, everyone. We just can't get rid of them on this episode. Number four, Watto. <laughs> it says Watto was a parody of a terrible person. <laughs> hey. I should not be on this list. <laughs> I am one of the best. <laughs> the best things about Star Wars. <laughs> yes. All right, so let's see what it says about Watto. Watto, <laughs> number four. Wow. All right, so when the prequel trilogy started rolling out, fans weren't sure just what to expect. But they certainly were not anticipating the strange alien mess that is the character of Watto. Not only are Anakin Skywalker and his mother Shmi slaves, but Watto owns them and seems to be a weird racist. What? An in of himself, though George Lucas denies this. Watto was a complete mess that was never fully realized in any direction. Like Salacious Crumb, he took up unnecessary space and was never well-written or well-utilized enough to matter. I disagree because you have to get introduced to Anakin Skywalker somehow, and it actually makes sense that Anakin was a slave, and that's the stem of his anger, right? With his mom, and Watto sold Shmi. So, I don't know. I, I think Watto is a key part to the prequels and with Anakin. In my opinion, I don't know. What do you guys think? Like I said, Salacious Crumb, Watto. And once again, Watto is above Jar Jar and Palpatine. Like, this is worse. Like, this is worse. I mean, I guess, you know, owning slaves. I mean, that's absolutely terrible. But, right, we're, we're, we're talking about fictional movie you know in a, in a galaxy far far away you know where Watto owned you know slave but the the republic had anti-slavery slavery laws but when you get in the outer rim or out further you know the rules just get and the laws get thrown out the window so you know it kind of makes sense but wow Watto I wasn't expecting to see Watto on this list so, uh, all right. So, let's see. All right. On to number three. Number three. Kylo Ren. <laughs> That's my, he is my favorite character of the sequel trilogy. All right. So, it says Kylo Ren picked up where he believed Darth Vader left off. Okay. So, this might be some story writing issues, maybe. All right. So, let's see what it says about Kylo. Though Darth Vader was in his last moments partially redeemed by his son, Luke Skywalker. The galaxy was largely unaware of this fact. He remained a monster in the collective memory, including within his own family members. His grandson, Ben Solo, later became Kylo Ren and wanted to follow his grandfather's footsteps. However, Darth Vader, at the end of his life, never would have wanted Kylo Ren to become this person. Unfortunately, Kylo Ren rejected the teachings of his loved ones and went off the rails, causing untold damage to the galaxy and ultimately in his very own demise. 
Yeah, but he, I mean, he got, you know, he redeemed, he redeemed himself. He kind of had a similar storyline to, you know, Vader, except Kylo never, you know, became a true Sith, but Leia redeemed Kylo at the end of the Rise of Skywalker. So I don't know. I, this actually came up when, uh, I don't, I don't, in a, in a, in a past episode I just did where, I was talking about how Luke, Leia, Han never shared the story of Anakin's redemption with Ben. And in that, yeah, and that's, a, and that is what, you know, pushed Ben away to become Kylo Ren because he found out, you know, that they were holding, you know, they weren't telling him the truth. And it pushed him away. But I don't know, man. I absolutely love Kylo Ren's character. I know everybody says emo, Kylo, and Raylo, and, you know, temper tantrums and stuff like that. But I absolutely, I love his lightsaber. I love his storyline. And I would have loved for Kylo to be the, you know, big bad guy uh, in episode nine. And we got Palpatine, but. You know, like I said, if anything, I, I would think maybe he was poorly written and he could have been written way better being the grandson of, you know, Anakin Skywalker being the son of Princess Leia and Han Solo. That's what I kind of I think should be in the article is he probably could have had a cooler storyline or just stayed bad. Here we go. We got two left. Number two, Psy Snoodles and Jaw. <laughs> Yo, Yoza, help the Max Rebo band ruin music. <laughs> All right, so without reading this yet, this is Return of the Jedi Special Edition. Who need that? Who need that? Na 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 na. Na 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 na. That's who the jaw, the jaw, the wiser. I don't know. I don't know if I'm saying that right. All right, let's see. Let's see what the article says about the size snoodles and jaw wowza and the Max Rebo band. All right, so it says, while the Max Rebo band originally had a much smaller role in the sequel trilogy, the extended special edition versions of the films featured a great deal more cinematic material that George Lucas couldn't include in the first time around. Some of these new scenes were wonderful and fans were glad to see them. Unfortunately, some other scenes were much, much worse, namely the extended Max Rebo band scene. The two ugly alien singers, Cy Snoodles and Ja Waza, join the Max Rebo band for a long and horrible songs that fans have no choice but to endure if they want to watch the extended editions. While these special versions of the films could have been great, character mistakes like these just prove yet again that Star Wars never knows when to quit. Now, it's not... No, no article. It's not that Star Wars never knows when to quit. It's George Luke, George Lucas, 
you know, doesn't know when to quit. And he didn't want to quit. He wanted to, you know, finish these movies, make them look visually better, you know, and have his true vision eventually out there. Unfortunately, we did get, it's called Jedi Rocks. I do believe the song is called Jedi Rocks uh, in Return of the Jedi. That's the big musical number in Jabba's Palace. Um, it's real cheesy. I I don't mind it. I mean, like I said, maybe I'm just weird like that. Land, I like cheesy things. So, <laughs> I don't know, Sif Talkers, why don't you let me know which version of the Jive of the Hut music you like better? Uh, I, if you even know the original, like I said, if you're not old school and and seen the uh, the original versions of the movie. All you know is this. All you know is who he ha, who he ha, ba na 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 da. So I mean, if this is all you know, I mean, I I mean, do you like it? Do you not like it? Let me know. I like it. <laughs> and once again, this is worse than Emperor Palpatine. <laughs> I maybe. <laughs> oh man. It may be. I don't know. I think more people had a problem with Jar Jar than Size Snoodles, right? And the Max Rebo band. I I don't know. Like it's once again, these this list is this list is absolutely bonkers in my opinion. But alright. So here we go. Numero uno. Number one. Wait for it. Wait for it. Anakin Skywalker destroys everything good in the galaxy. And then in parentheses, it says almost. (laughs) So Anakin Skywalker is number one. He's the number one character who changed Star Wars for the worse. I don't know. I don't know. I, oof. All right, let's see. Let's see what it says. Let's see what it says about our boy uh, Little Lanny here. Above all others, there you go. <laughs> Anakin Skywalker changed the Star Wars universe for the worse. He had premonitions that terrible things would happen, but he was manipulated into fulfilling the exact future he feared above all else. Not only did Anakin help Emperor Palpatine take over the galaxy, but he did it by slaughtering countless children. I guess there is nothing worse than that. All right. The article kind of talked me into it now. He did slaughter younglings. There's probably nothing worse than that. So, yeah, I guess he does need to be number one. (laughs) All right. uh, Continuing. He even was responsible for killing his own wife, Padme, Amidala, and he nearly killed their two children, the twins, Luke and Leia. Ultimately, the fact that Anakin destroyed everything good except these two children would be his own downfall and his salvation in becoming Darth Vader. Though Anakin proved he was the worst monster of all, changing the Star Wars universe for the worse and worse still. <laughs> what? <laughs> Holy smokes. 
All right, so I mean, once again, all right. I mean, if you look at his track record, I guess you know the emperor. I, I mean, I think the emperor should be like number two. Then, like, I mean, right? I guess should be like right behind him. I mean, pulling the strings. But I guess at the end of the day, you know, when you come to think about it, you know, before Darth, you know, or after, you know, Darth Maul and Count Dooku, when Anakin became. Palpatine's apprentice, I guess he did do all the dirty work. I mean, he slaughtered Tusken Raiders. He slaughtered younglings. He slaughtered Jedi. He was on the Death Star when Alderaan blew up. Uh, he killed countless, you know, people in the universe. No mercy. So all, you know, all along when Palpatine was in power. So, I mean, Palps was pulling the strings. But Darth Vader was doing all the killing. So, yeah. <laughs> he, he, he He's number one. And, yeah, slaughtering countless children. Non-redeemed. <laughs> no, I guess, I mean, he did get redeemed. Right? I guess that's the, that's the thing that's always, uh, you know, we talk about. And it kind of gets debated is how can the most ruthless killing machine in the galaxy get redeemed? And you just you just say, oh, don't worry about all that stuff. All that massacre, all that killing, all those kids you killed, oh, all those Tuscan Raider children you killed, oh, the wife you killed. <laughs> I mean, uh, all forgiven. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe that's why, but that's why we love Star Wars, right? So, I mean, on top of that, Anakin gets forgiven. And he immediately knows how to turn into a force ghost, which Master Yoda and Obi-Wan had to train and learn how to do. And Anakin just immediately knows how to do it. Like, literally, he learned it the fastest. But, right, he was the chosen one. He had the highest midichlorian count. He was the most powerful Jedi in the universe. So there you go. All right, so there you go, Sith Talkers. So that was the top 10, well, the 10 characters who changed Star Wars for the worse and how. So let me know what you think or what you thought about that list. I mean, you know, I mean, I could see, like I said, if you're talking about bad guys being bad, you know, yeah, the everyone on the list should be there. But then you have the poorly written characters on there. You know, Salacious Crumb, Size Snoodles, you know, Watto, Jar Jar. You know, so I mean, I guess if you were debating or having a conversation with another Star Wars fan and you found something you didn't like about Star Wars, I right, I think that's what this list should have been called was the 10, maybe the 10 characters you might not like in star wars because i think that's what this kind of was but i don't know but i love i mean people love i love palpatine though i love anakin i love all these characters i don't think they make star wars worse i actually think they make it better you need villains and villains are cool (laughs) i mean i guess if you're in the mindset of living in the universe you would absolutely hate all these people (laughs) you would absolutely hate them all all the villains, I guess. But all right. So anyway, so there you go. Well, that was uh, this week's main topic and a sneak peek of the next topic we will be covering 10 characters 
who would make great Avengers. And I'm doing that one just for Steve. And obviously this is uh, uh, 10 Star Wars characters who would make great Avengers. So that will be amazing uh, to go over with Steve. So there you go, a little sneak peek uh, for, I'm pretty sure, next week's episode. All right, Civ Talkers, just, um, I figured I would bring it up just really quickly. You know, there was some Obi-Wan Kenobi news out there because Ewan McGregor uh, was doing, you know, I guess he did an interview and he kind of was bashing the the prequels a little bit uh, in the interview. So he was just, he was reflecting. It says, it says the actor admitted that working on the movies could be tedious. Thanks to director George Lucas because of the heavy use of the CGI. So this is, I quote from Ewan McGregor, just reminiscing about, you know, the prequels after three or four months of that, it just really gets tedious, especially when the scenes are, I don't want to be rude, but it's not Shakespeare. McGregor told the reporter, there's not something to dig into in the dialogue that can satisfy you when there's no environment there. It was quite hard to do. I mean, yeah, I said that might sound a bit harsh, though, given that Lucas himself said that dialogue is not what's important uh, in the film. Perhaps he wouldn't mind. McGregor also acknowledged to the, to the reporter it was quite difficult for him when the Star Wars prequel came out and were universally not very much liked. But in terms of reception, could the Obi-Wan Kenobi series on Disney Plus be a different story? Absolutely. I think they absolutely uh, could be a different story. So um, I just thought that was really interesting that, you know, you and McGregor, I quote, you know, came out, you know, and was just talking about the prequels like that. It was just really, really interesting. I don't know. So there's, you know, there's a little Obi-Wan Kenobi news for you uh, here at the, you know, here near the end of the podcast. So, uh, so there you go. But uh, May the 4th is coming up. And I'll say this, the Bad Batch is coming. I can't wait, you know, this week, May the 4th. So let's let's get pumped for the Bad Batch. I absolutely love it. Once again, may the 4th be with you. All right, Civ Talkers. So I'm going to wrap it up today. But I just want to thank everyone for hanging out with Lando this week. And, uh, you know... Uh, we had a lot of Watto at the beginning. Thank you so much, Watto, for being the inspiration for the beginning of the show today. And uh, the main topic, the 10 characters who changed Star Wars for the worse. Uh, I think that's debatable. But uh, let me know your thoughts on that. And uh, once again, may the fourth be with you. And I hope you enjoy the Bad Batch. You know I will be reviewing that with everyone here absolutely on the podcast. So I can't wait for that. So, uh, so yeah, I'm excited. All right, Sip Talkers, this has been episode 107, 10 characters who changed Star Wars for the worst. I've been your host as always, Mike. Ferrando. And may the fourth be with you. Everyone, always. All right. All right. So 
So till the enders, I got a little couple short things here till the enders. So if you made it this far with Lando here till the end, there was a rumor that Microsoft has a Mandalorian video game in development, baby. So, so let me know what you think about that here at the end. Uh, what do you guys think of a possible Mandalorian video game uh, developed by Microsoft? So that sounds super, super amazing. This is the way. <laughs> that is awesome. And then also really quickly here at the end, uh, Matt Lanter confirms that Anakin Skywalker will be back in a new animated project somehow, some way. So I thought that was, uh, like I said, just a little bit more news that came out this week that that uh, the Clone Wars animated uh, Anakin Skywalker, the gentleman who voices him, Matt Lantner, said, you know, he is recording Anakin Skywalker in a new animated project that cannot be named yet. So what do you guys think about that? What do you guys think about the Mandalorian uh, possible video games? And what do you think about the Bad Batch? So I'm so pumped for the Bad Batch. Once again, may the fourth be with you, everyone. And on that note, Lando is out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Republic credits. Yes. Republic credits <laughs> just won't work. Little Annie, <laughs> get back to work. I don't care if you think I am a jerk. Republic credit <laughs> just won't work. You need a new T14 hyperdrive. <laughs> Three to seven Nubian <laughs> has caught my eye. I think your ship will one day be mine. No money, no parts. Now get back in line. <laughs> Yes, Republic credits <laughs> just won't work. Public credits <laughs> just won't work. Little Annie, <laughs> get back to work. I don't care <laughs> if you think I'm a jerk. Qui Gon Jinn, <laughs> oh, <laughs> please. <laughs> Don't work on me Republic credits <laughs> Just won't work Qui-Gon Jinn Is a certified jerk Public credits <laughs> Just won't work Let me keep Jar Jar <laughs> That might work Republic credits <laughs> just won't work. Any clean no shelves and get back to work. This is my shop. I lay down the snack. Brother, let's go to the outback. Go to the outback. <laughs> let's go. 
to the attack to the out <laughs> back <laughs> that's for you brother yeah Hello there. 